What is up, Elite Marketing Pro community? This is Bill Pesco Slito, and this is your daily dose of awesome. Today is Thursday, December 20th, and we are five days away from Christmas. It is the most wonderful time of the year, and I'm very excited to be with you here today. So let me just jump onto my computer here to make sure that I am coming into you loud and clear in the Elite Marketing Pro community Facebook group. And as you're coming on to this Facebook Live, just drop a comment below, say hello, let me know where you're watching from. We've got Bart on with us. Hey Bart, how are you doing? And uh, let me know, I like to make these fun, I like to make these interactive. So the more we can interact with one another, uh, the more we're all going to get out of this. Uh, so again, as you're hopping on to today's Daily Dose of Awesome, just say hello, that way I can give you a shout out. And like I said, I'm just gonna check to see that I'm coming in to you. Yep, there I am. So I wanna talk with you today about uh, a saturated market and how you can compete and win within a saturated market. And the reason why I'm talking about this today is uh, I, was, I was combing through the Elite Marketing Pro uh, community group over the last couple days, just trying to think of ideas on what to talk about for today. And uh, there's a few different people who'd asked the question, and I'm going to paraphrase the question. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was, uh, is this a saturated market? And I think it was kind of in the, in the tone of, you know, if I'm new to this, uh, is you know, advertising on Facebook or is getting involved with EMP at this point? Am I, am I, am I too late in the game? Is this already a, a too, uh, too much of a saturated market for me? Or at least that's kind of how I took it. And, and this is not meant to call anyone out. This question has been asked only about a thousand times before. So uh, it's a great question. It's a common question. It gets asked all the time. And I just want to talk about that. So Let's talk about, is this a saturated market? Well, to a certain extent, the answer is yes. Absolutely 100%. But let's talk about saturated markets for a second. I've got three examples for you. Um, the gas station example. Have you ever been driving around town or driving down the street and you come to a busy intersection and there's a gas station on each of the four corners of the intersection? Have you ever seen that? Just drop a yes below. If you've been to a busy intersection we're literally at the corner of each, you know, the, the northeast, uh, southeast, northwest, southwest corner of this busy intersection. There's a gas station smack there right at the corner. Uh, and if you've seen that, just type yes. I see it all the time. Uh, this, to me, is a saturated market, right? I mean, do you really need four gas stations within, like, 50 yards of one another? I mean, that's insane. You don't. That's clearly a saturated market. However those gas stations are all doing really well. Uh, let me ask you this question. Have any of you been to the mall lately? Maybe doing a little Christmas shopping, got to go to the mall. Uh, have you ever been to the mall and on each end of the mall or each, you know, maybe entrance, there's a department store. And if it's a big mall, there might be three or four or five department stores in that mall. But let's forget about the department store for a second. Let's say you're now in the mall and you're, you're in the mall, you're walking along and you're saying, my gosh, there's so many stores in here. 
like so many clothing stores, especially like every, every next store is another clothing store, women's clothing store, men's clothing stores, just clothing store after clothing store. This is a saturated market. Like these, these clothing stores, they must all be going out of business because it's such a saturated, there's so many of them. How do they compete, right? But, you know, those clothing stores and malls in general are all doing really well. Uh, what about this? Um, any exercisers here? Let me, let me see, give a shout out to the exercisers. If you are into fitness at all, if you exercise in any way, shape, or form, just drop the number one below. I want to give a shout out to my exercising homies. I like to exercise as well. Got a Peloton, got a, a new Bowflex actually as well. Let me know if you are an exerciser by typing a one below. Um, the exercise equipment industry. You go into Dick's Sporting Goods, exercise equipment everywhere, like wall-to-wall exercise equipment. Go into an academy uh, or any big box retail store. They'll have the exercise equipment section. And uh, there's all different, all different types of exercise equipment there, uh, all different stuff. But uh, everywhere you look, and, and it must be saturated, right? Uh, there, there can't possibly be any more room for a new company to come up with a good product and compete within the exercise industry, right? I mean, it's, it's totally saturated because there's exercise stuff everywhere, right? So therefore, it must be impossible for anyone new to have a good idea or come up with a new product and be, you know, have their, their product now on the shelves next to all the other stuff, right? Wrong, right? But it's a saturated market. That's okay. A saturated market is a vibrant market. A saturated market is an active market. So if you want to look at a saturated market and if you want to think that maybe network marketing or uh, Facebook advertising or Facebook advertising to network marketers <laughs> or however different uh, you know, mix mash you want to make of it and if you want to consider it saturated, yeah, absolutely. But so are malls, so are gas stations, so is our exercise equipment industry. But I don't see any gas stations going out of business right now. I don't see malls. I don't see this like epidemic of malls just shutting down across the country because there's too many of them, right? You walk into the mall, those stores, all the stores in the mall, all of those stores in the mall. I mean, talk about competition. They're literally competing side by side by side. But I don't see the, the when I walk into the mall in my area, I don't see like boards up on all the, the stores inside the mall. Like, you know, closing soon, going out of business, like the, the big chain thing at the end of the day, it's just like permanently down always. Um, that, I don't see that happening. Do you? No. And I got the wonderful Jan Fansler. Hey, Jan. She says, uh, the whole world is saturated. It's a great point. There's so many saturated markets out there. And is what we do a saturated market? Yeah, absolutely. Because if it wasn't a saturated market, no one would be paying attention to it. Right? So... Flip a switch in your brain, for starters, tip number one. Embrace a saturated market. Don't run away from it or fear it. So let's get back to these examples, though. The, the gas stations, the mall, the department store, uh, exercise equipment. We have choices. If I'm at that intersection with four gas stations at each corner, I'm going to choose one over the other. Now, why might I choose one over the other? Well, maybe one's got cleaner bathrooms. And I like it better. Maybe, uh, hey, Shiri is in the house. What's up, Shiri? 
maybe it's better service. Maybe they've got you know healthier junk food inside if I want to run in and get a snack. Uh, but I'm going to choose, right? Um, at the mall, you're going to choose one department store over another. Why might you choose one over the other? Maybe it's based on your past experience. Maybe from because of the, the sales people in there. Maybe it's the type and style of clothes that are in this particular department store. It could be based on price. Certainly some department stores are pricier than other department stores and you have a, a budget that you're wanting to stay within. Maybe it's brand familiarity and you just like Nordstrom's because you just like Nordstrom's and you just like Nordstrom's because they happen to carry stuff in there that is really what you like. Now, what about exercise equipment? Well, it could be um, you choose one over the other because there's a specific exercises you want to do. Or maybe it's because of personal goals that you have, whether, you know, say weight loss versus muscle gain, maybe. And so you're choosing this particular piece of equipment over that one because it's going to suit your specific goals better. Or maybe there's brand familiarity in that as well. And, you know, drop a comment below. Uh, share with me why you might choose one department store over another or share with me why you might choose one particular piece of uh, workout equipment over another. And it could be any reason why. It doesn't matter. Just, just right off the top of your head right now, why would you choose department store A over department store B? Anything. Price, quality, uh, the types of clothes in there, the uh, sales people inside the store. Just let me know. I want to hear your thoughts. Now, as I mentioned earlier, uh, I don't see malls going out of business. I don't see gas stations going out of business. And certainly, there's just a glut of exercise options and equipment out there. So that industry is doing a-okay. I don't think they have anything to worry about. And why is that, though? How is it that they, in these, uh, in these in the, they're in saturated markets. And we all agree and we all understand that these are really saturated markets. And we got some people now commenting, uh, experience, friendly staff, because of the salespeople, as far as why they go to one department store versus another. Great, yeah. Um, let's see, what else? Someone said something else earlier. Scrolling. Uh, they choose Southwest Airlines because of the awesome service. Very cool. Uh, and keep them coming. Just off the top of your head, why might you choose a department store over another department store? Um, but, these, but the, getting back to these industries, uh, these, these, th these gas stations, competitive, saturated. Exercise equipment, saturated. Malls, saturated. They're everywhere, right? Department stores, everywhere. How do they uh, compete? How do they thrive? How do they survive? How are they massively profitable businesses? Uh, and it's because they solve a problem, right? All three of these things solve a problem. Uh, if you're driving down the road, you're out of, running out of gas, gas station solves your problem. Um, you need to get some uh, Christmas gifts for the family, the mall solves your problem. You need to lose a little weight after all your holiday partying, right? Like I probably will need to lose some weight after the, in the next coming weeks. Uh, the exercise equipment solves a problem. So the real question is acknowledging that, yeah, we're in a saturated industry and yeah, that's great. That's fine. It's actually better that way because if we weren't saturated, no one would be paying attention to it. No one would be active in it. No one would be, would be involved in it. Uh, it would just be like a, it'd be like that little general store out in the middle of a r very rural town with tumbleweed rolling by. Like, do you want to be that general store 
Or do you want to be the gas station at the busy intersection that's getting just tons of business nonstop, right? So the real question is, what might you do to become a problem solver? That's what I want you to ask yourself right now. So write this down. What might I do to become a problem solver for my target market? Now, obviously, you've got to understand the pains of your target market first. So if you haven't dived into knowing what the pains of your, your audience is, the pains of your customer avatar are, then it doesn't matter anything. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter your industry. It doesn't matter saturated or not. If you don't understand the pains and what your, what your ideal customer is going through, if you don't know that, well, you got to do some research first. But if, you, if you're trying to move forward and do anything, write an ad, market online, and you don't know those customer pains, you're done. You need to go back, do some research, figure those out. Um, now, let's shift gears for a second. I know that uh, a lot of people here are, are new to Elite Marketing Pro, and if that's the case and you're on here, welcome. Uh, maybe you're new to network marketing, maybe you're just new to the whole online, kind of building a business online thing, and I get that, I was, I was new to this as well. Um, but I, what I hear from a lot of people uh, from time to time is the, but I'm new excuse. So, um, you know, and it might come in the form of, you know, I'm still too new. Maybe it's, um, you know, I've never done this before. Uh, it could be, I don't have enough experience. You know, who's going to want to listen to me? I don't have any experience yet at this. Only the gurus, you know, get listened to. Um, you know, I don't have enough experience yet, so I'll wait until I'm really, really, really good and experienced at, at doing XYZ before I start doing XYZ, right? Um, and maybe you've heard these before. Maybe you've felt these before. Maybe you've thought these things before. And if you have, I understand, right? I'm not trying to come down on you. Uh, I'm here to, to build you up, not to bring you down. But the reality is these are excuses. And if you don't, if you don't believe me that these are excuses, these are just, just you know, mind trash that you're allowing yourself to believe. Uh, I can prove to you that these are not excuses. I, I'm sorry, I can prove to you that these are excuses and that being new, um, not having enough experience yet, uh, you know, not having enough authority yet, you know, who's going to want to listen to me? These are excuses. And here's why. Uh, I didn't have any experience blogging before I wrote my first blog post ever. I had no experience blogging. I didn't even know really what a blog was. I think I'd heard about it, right? Uh, so prior to writing my first blog post, I had never written a blog post before. You know, I started writing blog posts back in like maybe 2011, 2010, something like that. Uh, and today I'm sitting here in front of you. I'm a certified content marketing specialist. I'm a blogging expert. Uh, I've you know, written, published, edited, gosh, you know, between those two, six, 700 blog posts before. Um, I get asked to speak all over the world to train people just like you on, on content marketing, on blogging. Um, you know, Elite Marketing Pro, they asked me to speak at no excuses to train you, the community, on things like content marketing and blogging. But isn't that weird? I, had, I never had experience. I didn't go to blogging university. You know, I didn't come out of college with my master's in content marketing, and that's what teed me up for success. I had no experience doing any kind of blogging before I started blogging. Uh, Michelle, my wife, Michelle Pesco Salido, she started Facebook marketing in 2009, but she didn't have any experience with Facebook marketing. She knew nothing about it before she started, right? She was new. And look at her now. Michelle is, she's known as the Facebook queen. She's in the top 1% of, of Facebook marketers 
uh, on the planet. Uh, she is literally the go-to person that everyone goes to for when they have questions or challenges or problems or want solutions with Facebook. She's become that go-to person. But she didn't go to Facebook University. Right? She didn't have like some sneaky secret training that no one had access to that, uh, that allowed her to succeed and, and everyone else you know, was kept down. Uh, she, but she didn't have experience before doing Facebook marketing on Facebook marketing. So how does she possibly get good at Facebook marketing if you don't have experience before you try it, right? It's weird, I know. Uh, what about Tim, Fernie, Matt? What about all the leaders in, in EMP that you know and love? None of them had any experience in doing what they're all great at doing now before they started doing it. So there's your proof right there that if you're new and you're thinking, but I'm still new or I don't have enough experience yet, who's gonna wanna listen to me? That's just head trash. You just got to stop talking about it. So the question I have for you is, is what might you do about this? So you're relatively new to this or brand new or, or somewhere in the newish phase of being with Elite Marketing Pro. Um, you're, we're clearly all involved in this highly saturated market, right? Which, as I've already explained, is actually a good thing, you know, not a bad thing. Uh, what might you do about this? What, what might you do to start getting noticed by your target audience? What might you do to become a solution provider to your target audience? You know, what might you do to become the pain pill for their pains? And I want you to think about this. I really want you to think about this. And uh, Jesse says, make a plan, move forward, and don't give up. Sure, absolutely. Uh, someone else, the comment already flew by, uh, said uh, research uh, and repetition, I think is what they said. Uh, yeah. You need to start getting answers for your prospects, right? So think about your own, the own, uh, think about your own questions that you have right now. Uh, Google and YouTube need to become your best friends, first of all. You know, Google number one, YouTube number two, your two best friends. They're now on your friend list. Send them a Christmas card. They're your buddies. Uh, start doing research on the things that your prospects are going to have questions on and then provide the answer. Right? And provide the answer if you're talking to them on the phone. Provide the answer in a Facebook Live. Provide the answer in a quick two-minute video that you can see yourself doing. Provide the answer in a blog post. Write a blog post. Right? Just, just write a blog post. Just start doing it. Uh, become the go-to person in your niche. You know, if you want to stand out, if you want to become a problem solver, become the go-to person in your niche. Uh, start doing the work. Uh, start creating content, start curating content, uh, put tons of content onto your fan page that is going to solve questions and help provide answers to what your target market in your niche uh, is looking for. Become that go-to person. Remember, people don't buy products. They don't buy features or even benefits. What they buy is transformation. All right, you've got your, your prospects in this before state, where they've got this pain, they're struggling with whatever it is, they're kind of in this unhappy state. And this is the before state. And what they want, and then there's this after state. That's where they want to be. That's where now the problem is solved and they're happy and everything is going right. You know, and they're, it's all good over here in the after state. And then in between, there's a transformation that takes place. And it's your product, your service, your offer that's that transformation. This is what people are buying. They're not buying the widget. They're not buying the, the, the program. They're not buying the pill right, or the shake. They're buying the transformation. So you gotta sell the transformation. 
You got to get them from their before state where they're sad and happy, no energy and fat or whatever, you know, no leads, sick of home meetings, you know, no, no one to talk to about their business, uh, struggling with technology, can't figure out how to, you know, uh, do something, I don't know, whatever. And then there's over here, the after, where they're happy. They're like, yay, I've lost those 10 pounds. Woohoo, I feel great about myself again. My energy is, uh, I feel like I'm 22 all over again. Or, yay, I'm generating leads. I finally figured out how to generate leads. Look at me, I'm in this after state. Woohoo, like it's awesome. Yeah. Right? And it's the transformation. It's in between. It's getting them from, from B over to A, right? Before to after. It's the transformation. That's what you're selling. So speak in a transformational sense to your audience, to your target market, to your customer avatar. Speak to the desired end result, all right? Get inside their head, figure out what is the desired end result. That's how you become a problem solver. That's how you compete in this saturated market. That's how you win in the saturated market. You speak to their desired end result. You become uh, a solution provider provide them the solutions that they need and get them to the after state where they're happy and now have got leads. They've got tons of prospects. They've got the webinar figured out, uh, whatever. They lost the 10 pounds. They've got their energy back. They're, they've cleansed themselves, whatever the heck it is, whatever your product, your offer, your service, whatever industry or niche that you're in specifically, there's an after state that they're all looking to get to. Speak to that desired end result. Now, here's what I'm going to conclude with. We're going to end here. You guys have all been awesome. I see the comments flying over and you're all the best. If you have a product out there in the marketplace that doesn't work, it's not worth optimizing. If you have a product out in the marketplace that doesn't work, it's not worth trying to become the go-to person to then sell that product. So all this stuff I'm talking about, none of this matters a hill of beans if your product out in the marketplace is a stinker, if it's a clunker, if it's a dud. But here's the thing, Elite Marketing Pro is a winner. Elite Marketing Pro is not a dud. Attraction Marketing Formula is a winner. These are products that can be put into the marketplace that have proven time and time again to be a hit. They've been winners. Evidence is the fact that you are here right now watching me give you this daily dose of awesome. If uh, Elite Marketing Pro was a clunker or if Attraction Marketing Formula was a dud, I wouldn't be here right now talking to you. You'd be off doing something else. We'd be, we wouldn't even be here, right? You go into the Elite Marketing Pro community Facebook group, thousands of people in there, thousands and thousands, right? If it was a stinker or a clunker, we wouldn't have thousands and thousands of people in there. They'd have like three people in there, okay? So the thing that you can rest your hat on, the thing that you can know uh, when you put your head down your pillow at night is that Elite Marketing Pro, Attraction Marketing Formula, and whatever different, you know, sub-tier new kind of product they come up with and, and launch and, and create and, and sell. These are winners that you can get behind. These are winners that you can understand how they're going to solve the problem of your target market. And these are winners that are going to put you in a position to be a problem solver and allow you to compete in a saturated industry and not only compete, but win and thrive in a saturated industry. So I hope this message uh, hit you well today. Again, my name is Bill Pesco Salito. And it's been a lot of fun here today. And this is the Elite Marketing Pro Daily Dose of Awesome. And we'll see you next time, everybody. Have a great day and happy holidays. Bye-bye.